Hello and welcome to Meet Me at the Movies. I am Noel T. Manning the Second. Just hanging out with you because I can. We talk movies every single week right here on C19 TV. And if you are listening to the podcast, we appreciate WGWG.org for uh, helping to make that possible and pushing that out there to the world. Uh, we're joined today by Harry Houdini, Dr. Harry Houdini. Good to see you, man. How are you? HR told me I needed to wear this today. I have a cold and, and yeah. or something. I don't know. Well, you know, Mr. Puff and stuff was great. I think the technical word is the the, uh, the crud. The crud. That's you it. Got yeah. the crud. Yeah. I, you I got look the like crud. Alf, though. I think, don't and, I? I? Yeah. And so you said HR Puff and stuff said that you have no, to wear a, that. Well, the HR department. Oh, yeah. HR department. Yeah. Okay. Just <clears throat> had to clarify there because yeah. I like Puff and stuff. They're all, I'm, they're all, I'm also having my temperature taken right now too. Um, yeah, we don't want to see that. No. With Tim, Tim, Tim Cam, we don't want to see that, do we? Nah, it, it just sounds painful. Yeah, oh, you're coughing. You're sick too? You got the crud? Well, you guys should have warned me and I would have just stayed at home. I could have just phoned this in. It's, it's only painful when I move a certain way. Hey, well, don't move. Yeah. Just, <laughs> just stay where you are. Yeah, our studio audience, uh, they are back, uh, Stan and Ollie. We actually found out their names when they woke up um, when they were watching another show. Oh, yeah? Uh, <laughs> yeah. They are enjoying the show, as they always do, just snoozing uh, back there and just enjoying themselves, as most of you are as well yeah, in our studio these. audience. We do appreciate it. We appreciate yeah, it. this is like having a CPAP thing You can on. take I that out. Yeah. 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 You're I, just going to have to risk it. I will risk it. Um, I wouldn't. You just threw it on the floor, man. Is this clean? Is this a sterilized floor? Uh, no, nothing. No, okay, well, don't put that back on. I'm not on. sterilized either, so it doesn't Don't matter. put that back on. Uh, we do talk movies right here uh, each week. Uh, that is Greg Tillman. I am Noel Manning. Tim Foster back there on the Tim Cam. Oh, uh, feedback from our, our friends, our viewers in Danville, Virginia. Yes. They were very excited and very pleased, and they were talking about maybe starting like a fan club for us. Uh, hey, a fan I'll club. I'll believe that when I see it. Well, Tim, I see Tim's already got a fan. You know, if you if you look in the background, he's already got his fan. See, he's got his fan. He's got the Tim fan there. Or maybe I misunderstood. Maybe they're going to buy us a fan. Buy us a fan. That's uh, probably probably what we're going to do there. Uh, yeah, yeah, maybe so. Maybe that makes so. more sense. It does make a lot more sense. Yeah. Well, we are smack dab in award season. The uh, the Golden Globes uh, just happened. Critics' Choice will be happening, and then uh, we've also the Eddie Awards, which are the uh, editing awards. Uh, they were just, the uh, nominees were just announced this past week. So I think what we're going to do is each week take like five minutes and just give kind of an awards recap as we lead up to the Oscars. And so this one may take a little bit longer because it was the Golden Globes. Right. Uh, you didn't get a chance to check them out, but no, you saw it. bits and pieces of them. Yeah. There were a few surprises uh, going in. I think there were a lot of expectations that uh, The Star is Born was going to be the one that was going to do really well. Uh, that didn't happen. Uh, it did end up winning best song. There were a few surprises. Um, uh, Rami Malek, who played Freddie Mercury uh, in Bohemian Rhapsody, he ended up winning for best actor. Well deserving uh, for best right. actor in a drama, right. but I think it surprised a few people. Also, uh, Bohemian Rhapsody won for best movie. Those were two surprises. Kind of an underdog film? Really an underdog film. Yeah, I, I don't think, I think the favorite, <laughs> 
was the favorite kind of going in, and it had uh, most of the nominations. It only won one. It won for Best uh, Lead Actress. And so I think there were some surprises there. Um, Green Book um, is a movie that you really got a chance to I check out. I finally got to see it over the weekend. Wonderful picture. You, you were not exaggerating yeah. on that. And how many did it win? It won three. It won for Best Motion Picture, Musical, or Comedy. Um, Best Supporting Actor, Mahershala Ali. Um, and I can him. pronounce his name now. You can. I worked on it over Say the weekend. It. Say it. Mahershala Ali. That's it. Mahershala Ali. It's a little slow, but I got it. But you it. did it. Yeah. yeah, he won Best Supporting Actor. Second time he's done that. He, he was won. terrific. He Viggo was. Morgan, Morgan, Viggo Mortensen. I can't say him. <laughs> <laughs> but you can say Mahershala yeah, Ali. Yeah, yeah. He was fantastic, yeah. too. Yeah, they were both just, just wonderful. And the chemistry, and yeah, it was wonderful stuff. Uh, also, it won for um, screenplay. And the, the screenplay was written by Viggo Mortensen's character's son. Really? And so uh, he got up and, and gave an acceptance award. So uh, Green Book, uh, three awards, and that was a that not was a movie the, you'd expect from Peter Farrelly, uh, the Farrelly brothers. No. something about Mary. And, Absolutely. And, and films like that. Yeah. 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 But yeah. but wonderful film, and I think as as we dive even deeper, uh, we're going to be seeing uh, how that's going to play out. But three awards for that, uh, and the other two uh, other other film Roma, which we talked about, uh, Alfonso Cuarón. Who did, uh, what was the Harry Potter film that you loved so much? Uh, it's Prisoner of Azkaban. Pr Prisoner of uh, Azkaban. Prisoner of the uh, Goblet of Fire. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> no, he should have directed he should Goblet, have done of Goblet of Fire. Um, he won for Best Director yeah. for Roma, which is an uh, international film, uh, a foreign language film. And that film also won for, uh, for foreign language uh, film. Next week, uh, if all goes well, we will have an interview with him right here on this show. Ooh, do I get to talk to him? Uh, no. Um, that was part of the agreement. Um, they've seen the show, and they said... Well, okay, just, I understand now. Well, they, now, but they did want to know if Tim could do sign language and ask him questions. And you, you think that's you possible? You don't want hand signals from Tim very often. No, Trust no. me on that. Oh, he's, no, man, he's going back. You don't to know his, what you're going to get. Yeah, he's, he thinks he's an air traffic controller again. Uh, that's trying not to, what I was yeah, thinking. Guide people in. But, uh, but yeah. We're going to have uh, Alfonso Cuaron uh, fresh off of his uh, win for uh, Golden Globes. And I think by the time we meet next week uh, on this show, the Critics' Choice Awards will happen. So he may have had some other awards. And you were there well. last year. I was there but last not year. this year. Really want to go. Uh, I could not go uh, this year. But my daughter, who went with me, she did buy this wonderful shirt. And I will stand up. Keep it real. You lost your head. So, yeah, I lost my head there a little second. But this is from my daughter. Uh, this is a Christmas gift. And I That's told her nice. I would wear it to celebrate her. And we did watch. If she groups. really loved you, she got you uh, airfare to the show. But you know, I know. I, I tried, and that's what I'm saying, Catherine. Next year, I don't want a shirt. I want airfare to the show. And yes, you can go with me again if you pay your way. So, <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, Golden Globes. Uh, Carol Burnett got the first ever um, Lifetime Achievement Award, basically for TV. They've never done that. They've done the Cecil B. DeMille Award. Uh, and they give that for lifetime achievement for filmmaking. Jeff Bridges got it. I think Jeff was a little. Um, I don't know if he if he'd been revisiting the Big Lebowski and some of the things that happened during that time period. Was he the dude last night? He was the dude last night. He was definitely the dude uh, during the uh, during the Golden Globe Awards. That's for sure. Uh, and another surprise, Glenn Close. She won for best actress in a drama. That's really the only other one I really felt like we needed to mention. But you were asking me beforehand, Christian yeah. Bell won for Vice. 
Uh, and he should have. He should have won for Vice, absolutely. And he's lost all of his weight again. He's back down to like 160, a buck 60 is what he weighs now. And so he's lost the weight. And he thinks Satan, which you don't normally, you don't normally see that on these. Is that a political shows. statement or? Uh, it was. It was, and it was a joke. It was an inside joke as well. But, uh, but yeah, it was a good show. And uh, one of my favorite films of the year, Into the Spider-Verse, got Best Animated Film. It should. It should have. So those are some of the, the wins uh, from the Golden Globes. And any thoughts, questions, comments? No, I hate I missed it. I did. Yeah. It, it is on the DVR waiting for me. Yeah, but. yeah it's, it's worth watching. Uh, you and I talked about it before we went on the air, but I don't think you need hosts for these shows anymore. Not really. I really don't. I think you can just get, uh, you know, you can have somebody welcome you. I mean, maybe it's the the person who is the president of the organization. Let them come out and welcome you. And They're usually boring, though. They we, are, we have but, seen them from time to but time. But you know what? If it's just a welcome and you kind of dive into the yeah. awards, I'm yeah. fine with that. Yeah. Let, yeah. let some musical numbers happen. I do like musical numbers. Well, that may be how the Oscars turn out this year. Let's see. Let's see. Well, um, last weekend at the box office, Aquaman is continuing to do quite well. It's uh, approaching a billion dollars. Uh, it's the biggest movie uh, of the uh, DC Extended Universe now. It's past uh, Wonder Woman. Past Wonder Woman, and I think I think we could see a team up. I would. I, would, I think a Wonder Woman Aquaman team up would be worth watching. Hmm. I think that would be worth watching. We'll see if that happens. Uh, that was number one. Uh, Escape Room uh, did pretty well. Escape Room opened. Uh, last weekend uh, and this is a film that had a very limited budget uh, nine million dollars 18 million opening weekend so it's made its money back uh, it was a success by really all standards from that standpoint from a critics standpoint uh, I'll let you know what they thought of this but here's the story six strangers find themselves in these circumstances that are kind of beyond their control they all uh, are, are pretty good about understanding puzzles and how to break codes and things like that so they get invited to this escape room they don't really realize it until they're there and uh, the escape room throws them into life or death situations literally life or death situations and they got to use their wits they got to use their strength uh, and kind of their willpower to survive it's kind of like survivor but if you could really live or die Sounds kind of like the Tillman family reunion. <laughs> yeah. Or, or, yeah, or the, the Foster family reunion, especially yeah. if Paul Foster shows up. You know yeah, what I'm talking true. about? That's true. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. Little battles there. Um, critics really thought this was kind of unmet potential is what they are saying about this. But yet audiences are, are tending to enjoy this. Uh, suspense fans may find that it's uh, enough to be entertained and intrigued with the storyline. And it does have some pretty cool visuals. Um, to keep you engaged and guessing. So uh, here is the combined score. It's a C rating, and this is combining Rotten Tomatoes, Metacritics, IMDb, and Cinema Score. Okay. So I did the math. So uh, a C rating. Are you good at math? I'm pretty good at math. Okay. Yeah. All C right. rating for that. Um, the highest score uh, from that uh, comes from the Cinema Score rating. They gave it like an 80%, a B rating. What was that? And uh, the lowest score um, comes from like a 52% from. Um, Metacritics. So anyway, it, it, it's not. It doesn't like it's a horrible film, but it looks like something that if you're wanting to check out, yeah, something a little different. And uh, right now you've got so many award films, and then you've got the blockbuster with Mary Poppins still doing well, and also Aquaman. Something a little different, low budget, a uh, little fun. Um, well, if it made its money back plus yeah. in the first weekend, sequels are coming. I'm yeah, sure. I, I think something. Have you ever happen. done an escape room? You know, I haven't. I, you know, we I, have one downtown. I know. I, I think they have two or three you know rooms. What, I, I haven't done that one, though, but I should. I, yeah, I don't want to do I that. I have done them, though. I'm terrible at it. The, the closest, I'd still be locked in there, you know, 
you know, a skeleton by now yeah, if, I, if the, I didn't have the family the getting me out. closest I ever came was watching the Big Bang Theory episode where they did an escape room. That was yeah, the, yeah. The, that well, was, it was kind of like an escape room. Yeah, and with the zombies and all yeah, I saw that one. Yeah, that was, that was like the closest I ever I, I did one out of town. It was, it was fun. Really? Yeah, very confusing yeah, for me. Yeah, I, I need, I, I'm not smart enough. Well, Honestly, I think I, that's. Think I'm that, just not smart. Enough. I think that was my problem. Yeah. Uh, so I, we need to have a ringer, and I hear Tim's pretty good at puzzles. Tim, uh, he does these crossword puzzles. He uh, does those. Uh, what are the ones they call haiku number? What is it? What's that number thing called where you do numbers and letters together? What is that? Uh, Sudoku. Sudoku. See, yeah. I can't even say it. Yeah. Sudoku. Yeah. You and Tim's pretty good at Sudoku. I hear that he's the Sudoku master of Kaiser. And he's a black belt I, in He's that. a black belt in Sudoku, uh, and that's just from Kayser. <laughs> uh, I think if you get into Falston, it, he, he's, he can't do it in Falston. No, they take him out Smart easily in Falston. In Falston. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So we're going to take a break. We're going to come uh, back and talk about other meaningless things, uh, including um, a documentary called Free Solo and The Basis of Sex, which is the Ruth Ginsburg film uh, that uh, Mr. Tillman was going to check out, and he didn't. So uh, we're going to give him a hard time about that. All that and more right here on Meet Me in the Movies after the break. If you like pina coladas and getting caught in the rain, if you're not into yoga, if you have half a brain, if you'd like making love at midnight in the dunes of the Cape, then I'm the love that you've looked for. Write to me and escape. Jackie Sibley Newton, and I'm the host of Experience Cleveland County, a show all about the Cleveland County Chamber and our community partners. It's a great place to find out about all the things there are to see and do in Cleveland County, as well as things about new industry and new businesses. Maybe you'll learn something you didn't know about your own backyard. We're seen every other week on C19. This is a broadcast service of Cleveland Community College on Spectrum Cable. You can also view it online at c19.tv. These lines, like the creases in my father's hands, show the hard work and sacrifices of a line worker. These lines are the connections my father helped build between people, businesses, and organizations. They tell the story of how we invested in ourselves. We're public power, and these lines are our lines. Someone once said that without music, life would be a mistake. And that's how we feel here on Face the Music. Hi, I'm Summer Castle-Keever, and I'd love for you to join me each month on our new program, Face the Music, which airs on C19 TV and C19.TV. Each month, we'll highlight the talents, personalities, and stories behind some of the area's most gifted singers, songwriters, and musicians. It's going to be a lot of fun, so join me each month for a new edition of Face the Music right here on C19. For many kids, just showing up to school is a challenge. Staying through graduation is even harder. So at Communities and Schools, we do just what our name says. Our staff brings a community of resources to meet each student's needs right in their school, doing whatever it takes to keep kids focused so they see what we see, a bright future. Join in at communitiesandschools.org. They're gonna put me in the movies. 
Welcome back to Meet Me at the Movies. I am Noel T. Manning II, hanging out with uh, Croupy McCough McLuffin over there. And uh, you didn't cough a whole lot during the... I'm trying to suppress You did pretty it. well. You did pretty well. I didn't well. get my temperature results. It's 110. <laughs> oh, so, other than that, I'm fine. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, and uh, from what I understand, you know, Tim had to come in with like some kind of like gloves and stuff. And did you, did you dispose of it properly? You did, yes. There's a hazmat team a hazmat, on their yeah. way. This is the last <laughs> yep, time this yes, mic hey, will be used to. You may want to, yeah, you may want to light that candle in there, man, because it's uh, it's pretty it's pretty nasty. It really is. Well, Tim, Tim, we appreciate you uh, making sure that we uh, stay on time. I have a presence for TV, don't I? <laughs> you really do, man. You really do. Uh, but I'm dedicated. You are, man. You know, I appreciate I it. I could have phoned this in from home yeah. in bed or something. Well, I'm glad, me I, or something. I'm glad that you're dedicated. I'm, I'm sorry you're feeling bad. Yeah. And uh, I do hope you feel better soon. I'm just, I've seen all these films, so I just figured I had to contribute. <laughs> I haven't seen any of them. No, no he hasn't. And, I made, and I, I made sure I gave him every opportunity to be able to see them so we could talk about them and have a good dialogue. But you know, if you really cared, you'd throw in some antibiotics. the studio audience, they feel the same way. Well, They're what like, do they know? If, they, if you throw in some antibiotics in, I, you know, with the deal, I could have maybe watched them. <laughs> Well, there is a film that just opened last weekend in limited release, and it's uh, based on the life story, early life story, really, of, of Ruth Ginsburg. And uh, it follows her life as she tries to become a lawyer. And you see kind of the hurdles she's going through because she's the top of her class. She's incredibly brilliant. Uh, her husband, also a lawyer, was ahead of her in, in law school. Uh, she was at Harvard and Columbia and was, was the top in both of those. But yet when she got out, nobody wanted to give her a chance because she was a woman. And so it follows this incredible journey of her trying to prove herself and trying to show I can be as good as anyone else. And, and on the basis of sex should not matter. So the name of the film is Basis of Sex, on the basis of sex. Uh, Felicity Jones stars as Ginsburg, and she was in Star Wars Rogue One. Mm -hmm. She did a fantastic job in this. Uh, it was really a, you know, just kind of a, a, a story that was rich with history. Um, I knew a little bit about her life story. Uh, also, I got a chance to watch the documentary on her life that was released earlier this year. Right. And it was fascinating. But seeing these two combined as a double feature, I think, is well, well worth doing. RGB is the name of the documentary, but if you get a chance to check yeah. uh, check those out uh, back to back, uh, it's well worth it. Uh, you know, she really does a, a decent job starring uh, in this role. The story is, is really interesting, but it does bog down at times um, with the complexity of the details uh, of, of lawyers and kind of all the stuff that goes on behind the scenes. Not being a lawyer, some of that stuff distracted me and kind of took me out of the story a little bit. Um, but uh, I think if you are a criminal justice background, if you're, if you're a lawyer, I think you're going to really find it fascinating. Uh, also, and if you're just a, a, a lover of history, I think you're going to find it a fascinating film. I'm giving it a, you know, a solid B, B minus, kind of hovering, uh, hovering there, okay. because um, the pacing did lack a little bit at times. And uh, for any of you that have seen me talk about movies before, that's the one thing that can kind of take me out of the film. Um, is is kind of that pacing and the editing and the sluggishness. And there were times it was a bit sluggish. Did you, che did you check your watch? I did not check my watch. It wasn't that sluggish. It wasn't that bad. No, 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 no. It was still... She's a fascinating person. Yeah. I, I'm anxious yeah. to see it. In fact, my, we, as a surprise, we got... Uh, 
her daughter a uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg action figure for <laughs> <laughs> for Christmas. Did you really? Yeah, that was. I think that was one of the highlights of. That is awesome. Of Christmas for yeah. That is really awesome. That is really awesome. Uh, and she and and the actual uh, Ruth Ginsburg uh, has a cameo at the end of the movie. Oh, and okay. so it's pretty pretty cool. Um, but but I, I do recommend watching it. Uh, it's it's not one you know I I, I got a sense that they weren't going to really um, push this for award season because they sent they sent me the screener early. But nothing else. There were there were no other you know emails and things. Remember this. Remember this. Remember this. And so I had a feeling that yeah, this is not one that they were pushing. I think if they pushed it a little bit more, it 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 could have uh, the music, the score was was really well done. The the costuming, um, and um, it had some had some other good supporting cast members. That surprises too. me because it sounds like it could be Oscar bait. Yeah, I I think if if they had pushed it a little bit more, it could have gotten something. All right, there's a documentary that I've been talking about for a while called Free Solo. Uh, we talked about that uh, during the kind of year-end award shows uh, when you and I looked at the best of. It's one of the best films of 2018, period. Um, when I looked at my list, I was amazed. I mean, it's, a, it's a film about this guy who decides to climb El Capitan, and that is a, you know, a pretty large mountain. Pretty much straight up flat surface, right? Flat surface. There are, you know, some other areas, but this guy's doing it without ropes, without hooks, without it's wires. He just free climbed. He's free Captain Kirk this. did that in Star Trek V <laughs> yeah, at the beginning. Exactly. He yeah. fell. He fell. Well, this guy, this is the story of this guy who sets out to, to do this incredible feat. And uh, he's done a lot of these solo climbs before, and he's a guy that uh, there's actually a reference to Spock in this because the guy doesn't have a lot of a personality. Spock saved Kirk. <laughs> exactly. When he fell. But there, there's a re the, the guy you don't see much personality from him. You don't see much of a character arc, and you don't know what he's feeling. You know, he he says, "Oh, I'm excited about this," but you don't see the excitement. And um, you get his backstory, and you you realize that he's kind of always been this way. That that you don't really know if he's if he's got some kind of um, you know social anxiety or, or what's going on but this is a way that he's able to commute and connect and be with himself and sometimes that's all he wants to do so this movie is uh, visually one of the best films of the year i wish i'd seen this in imax i wish i had an opportunity to see this in imax it's breathtaking the score marco beltrami does the score for this Editing is absolutely unreal, uh, and the narrative um, really seeks to ask the question, what are our limits, and how far are we willing to go to push those limits? Uh, the movie got an A-plus for me. Um, I absolutely loved it, and if you haven't seen this, I highly recommend it. Uh, it you can check it out in theaters, and also you can, uh, you can check it out in other ways as well uh, on demand. So Free Solo, one of the best films of the year. That's tough to do a documentary when you have a subject that's not that you know, interesting. Oh, absolutely. And we talked about that. That was one of the problems with Neil Armstrong biopic. With First Man. Because yep. he was really not yep. that interesting as a person, yeah. as a personality. Yeah. So, but the but visuals steal it. Sounds the visuals like. steal it, but also you get, you get the supporting cast. So you get his girlfriend. You get uh, interviews with mom. You get interviews with other uh, climbers. So you get a real sense of kind of what this is all about. Now, uh, when you watch Free Solo, uh, I'm, I'm going to recommend a movie to watch beforehand, and this is a movie that you can watch on Amazon Prime. It's called The Dawn Wall. Uh, this is also a, a movie about climbing El Capitan, but doing it um, straight up. Now, this one is straight up, 
Not Don Wells. This See, is, I, that's you knew what I was thinking. Yeah, I knew what I you were doing. when I saw this. Oh, Don Wells, <laughs> Mary Ann from Gilligan's Island. No, the, I, I'm a big Mary Ann fan, so Dawn, I got excited. This Dawn, one I don't know. Yeah, this is the Don Wall, and there is one uh, part of the uh, of El Capitan that, that is truly flat, kind of from top to bottom, and that had never been done before until uh, Tommy Caldwell did it. And Tommy Caldwell uh, is this guy that that has been a uh, a climber from the time he was a teenager. His dad was this huge bodybuilder, and um, Tommy was, was kind of a thin guy and really couldn't get into bodybuilding, but uh, his dad got him into climbing when he was 12, 13. When the guy was 16, uh, he ended up going to this competition where they actually created this, this scaled uh, wall on a building, this like really tall skyscraper, where you would have you know ropes and stuff like that. And so, he entered just as a free-form person like the day before the big competition started, and he won and killed everybody, beat everybody as a 16-year-old kid. And so they invited him to come back and compete like in the international competition against professionals the next day. He ended up beating them. So here's this amateur kid at 16 doing this. So you see that in his backstory. Well, he decides to keep pushing himself, keep pushing himself, keep pushing himself, and he decides to climb the Dawn Wall. Uh, and so Tommy Caldwell actually shows up in the Free Solo movie as well. And uh, this movie is really uh, kind of showing what we're capable of when we can't even imagine that we're able to do it. Um, during the process of trying to do this, it took him years to scale it and to, to, to find the different points of entry of where he could go and how he could do it and how he could make it work. And uh, in the process, he ended up losing a finger. Well, you know what that's like. Yeah, I do. I do. He lost a finger in a, like a, um, like a woodcutting accident. And so you imagine trying to, you know, be a climber and you lose this finger. And so he had to go through therapy and he had to learn how to do it all over again. So you see this guy's story. It is absolutely fascinating of what he overcame it's to still become and be one, and of, the best, succeeded. one of the best ever. Um, Resilience, perseverance, pushing through pain and the challenges, they were all in full display on this. Really fine job of this. Uh, a, a solid B rating, uh, and it does make a great double feature with, uh, with Free Solo. That's fascinating. Yeah, so highly recommend both, both of those, and you can check those out now. Uh, one more thing I do want to just quickly mention. Um, this is something binge-worthy. Uh, this is marathon-minded. We haven't had a chance to do this in a while. Uh, I checked out uh, Titans, which is on the DC DC Universe. Uh, it's a yeah. streaming service. Right. You can also look at comic books and, and all the other DC <laughs> movies uh, there as well. Titans, you remember the Teen Titans, mm -hmm. Robin, Wonder Girl, all those. Well, this is kind of the adult version. And when I say adult version, this is an R-rated, uh, R-rated. Uh, Tim, you're listening to you're this. You're listening to this, Tim. Yeah, this is this is R-rated stuff. This is, oh, oh, yeah, your mom's back there. I don't think she's going to watch it. <laughs> but, but Titans, it is definitely adult uh, language, content, brutal, uh, very much like if you watch the Marvel's Netflix uh, Daredevil yeah. and The Punisher. This, this follows the same vein. 11 episodes for season one. You can binge them all. Is this animated? No, no, this is live action. Oh. Live okay. action. So you've got Dick Grayson, you know, and I tell you, the casting was awesome. Casting was absolutely awesome in this. Season one, 11 episodes, and if you want, there's a seven-day free trial for anybody, so you can binge watch them, and then uh, and then. All right, again, this account. is where. DC. DC. Uh, no, I mean yeah. on what? Where DC Universe. DC has their own streaming service. Oh, I didn't now. realize that. Yeah, okay. so they have their okay. own streaming service. I dozed off for a minute. Yeah, I it's know a hydrocodone. It, it's uh, <clears throat> but the show is great. It's intriguing. It's gritty. Uh, really great characters. Some dark storylines. Uh, an A minus rating. 
for that. Wow. But um, I'm, I, was, I was in love with it. A lot of wow. fun. A lot of fun. Well, we're about time to wrap things up, and uh, we're going to wrap things up with a quote from Anakin Skywalker. You know Anakin. Uh, he became Darth Vader later on. Is this from Free Solo? <laughs> Wrong Solo. That's why I'm tying, oh, okay. I'm tying right, it in. Gotcha. It's from right. Free Solo. You know, I don't, I don't like sand. It's coarse, and it's rough, and it's irritating, and it gets everywhere. Kind of like that uh, problem you had earlier with that thermometer. Yeah, I don't want to think so, about that. So there you go. That wraps things up right here on Meet Me in the Movies. Greg Tillman over there, Noel T. Manning II here, and Tim Foster, and our lovely studio audience uh, still snoozing uh, back there. And we do appreciate Greg's mom, uh, Ms. Tillman, uh, showing up. I think she's, is she there, or is she leave? She left? She's she left. there. She's All right, well, until next time, that is a wrap. I'm gonna be